This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Left-wing U.S. representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez got invited to the Met Gala for free, uh, which is an event attended by grotesquely rich people. And she turned up in a dress which was designed by a working-class woman of colour, uh, which was inscribed with the political slogan, Tax the Rich. This event, as I say, grotesquely rich people, some of the richest people probably in the United States. Now, that in turn led to screeches and howls of outrage from the American right, who will attack the left on whatever grounds they can find. If you're too poor you're driven by envy. If you're too rich, then you're driven by hypocrisy. If you're too young, you're naive. If you're too old, you're a dinosaur. They'll find any reason they can. That was also echoed by centrists and liberals who will also pile on the left for any reason they can. But it was echoed by some US leftists and British leftists online who attacked AOC with, frankly, the same attack lines as the right, that if you're agitating for a fundamental redistribution of wealth and power while turning up to a gala for free, full of a bunch of rich people with the political slogan, tax the rich, inscribed on your dress, then you are hypocritical and probably an insincere careerist. Now, first of all, I would say this. If you are a leftist and you find yourself essentially echoing the same attack lines as the right when it comes to a woman of colour on the left who clearly has a big popular base in the United States, it is worth asking, is that a good political place to end up in? But I'm also, and this is really important, I'm not saying that simply because this is a popular leftist who's cut through in a way that most leftists don't in hostile political territory, uh, that you should be beyond criticism. Because, you know, as Karl Marx said, you know, we should ruthlessly criticise all that exists. And AOC exists, so, you know, ruthlessly criticise her. But in the right way, I would say. Now, you know, it is important, I think, as a starting point to ask, given many of the failures historically of the left, to ask, how has this particular individual succeeded in becoming such a popular and relatable leftist in a country which, historically speaking, is so immune to ideas and movements of the left, that it is one of the only Western countries not to have had a mass social democratic party, let alone a mass communist party like most Western European nations, Britain accepted, had. Even Japan, not a Western European nation, but another advanced capitalist nation has had a mass communist party. The US has had none of those things. Now, that is complicated because, I'm going to quote Karl Marx again, let's go on a big Karl Marx binge. As Marx said and I'll quote verbatim, men make their own history, but they do not make it as they please. They do not make it under self-selected circumstances, but under circumstances existing already, given and transmitted from the past. The tradition of all dead generations weighs like a nightmare on the brains of the living. Now, 
What was the big bearded lad saying there back in the 19th century? He's saying there's a complicated dynamic between the vast conflicting social forces that drive history along and, you know, the broader historical circumstances in which we're imprisoned that are simply there, that we're born into, and people's own individual agency. Now, AOC herself owes much of her political success to the emergence of a US left, which itself as a mass political force, emerged because of broader material circumstances. The aftermath of the financial crash, for example. You know, nearly two generations now of free market fundamentalism, Reaganism, Thatcherism, and so on, which has produced stagnating living standards. Uh, The catastrophes unleashed by the war on terror. Now, many of these experiences particularly, of course, shaped the lives and experiences and therefore opinions of many of the people in America under the age of 40 And they have played a pivotal role in driving a US left from which AOC has benefited. But it's also important to note her own skills as a communicator. Now, it's just a fact which I really do not think could probably be factually disputed, as subjective as these things often are, that she is simply one of the most formidable communicators of our time across politics. The right often has very good communicators, but she is... Uh, she has a rare gift to communicate ideas in a way which many people find accessible. That's also played a big role in her emergence because just because a mass left emerges, which people like her, in a sense, ride the wave of, you know, why her and not somebody else? And that's because of her own partly, partly individual skills, not because of she was well-connected. If you look at her background, she's not from a privileged, well-connected background. So these things worked in tandem. Now, the synthesis of mass movement, which she could ride, and which catapulted her partly into office, and her own undeniable qualities of a political as a political communicator, they both combined to ensure that she kicked the ass, if we're going to be completely frank about it, of Joe Crowley, one of the big wigs of the Democratic establishment in the New York Democratic primaries of 2018, which I would say is one of the big political upsets of our time, but given the last few years we've all lived through, that's a pretty high bar. It nonetheless was a really, really, really big upset that a young, working-class woman of colour, backed by the Democratic Socialists of America, not bankrolled by big money, could take on a US Democratic corporate titan, and win. Now, since then, along with Bernie Sanders and the growing squad, which will come on deep, she's played an undoubtedly pivotal role in raising political consciousness, using her platform from social media, her viral videos, her TV performances, her performances in Congress, and importantly, and this is where the Met Gala comes into it, helping to consolidate cultural hegemony of the left among significant sections of the US population, not least, as I've said, millennials and Generation Z. Now, you know, it's not just her assaults on Trumpism. You know, she, one of her first acts after being elected was to occupy the office of Nancy Pelosi along with the Sunrise Movement. And, you know, she's denounced the repeated betrayals and failures of of conservative, of corporate Democrats. Ever since, she continues to do so. Now, the so-called squad of dissident leftist Democrats in Congress has, what, essentially doubled uh, after the last election, not again because of her own efforts alone. She isn't God. But she has undoubtedly helped 
galvanize a mass movement it's that complicated dynamic we're talking about which has helped catapult leftists into public office at various levels of u.s government across the united states of america now i think it is possible to criticize aoc while accepting she does have powers of communication and an ability to frame a debate to force opponents on the defensive to force political debates onto the agenda which are favorable to the left and to to cut through to people who generally don't spend much time thinking about politics in a way most people on the left have not managed to do in most countries it's simply a fact now you know there's exceptions bernie sanders is a very striking exception and that took him many years to cut through again because personal uh, skills isn't enough you've got to have a broader political and social context on your side now you know it is just a fact that millions of americans who haven't been attracted by the leftists other than bernie sanders have found her charismatic personable relatable refreshing and funny creative now the reason i say that is because and i want to say this carefully because i don't want to end up in the whole wah 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 the left ooh, looking for traitors not converts but look it's just i'm afraid to a lot of people we can on the left come across as in, who to people who are instinctively very sympathetic to our message by the way whose lives are hard who are tough who whose experiences of neoliberalism free market capitalism a society rigged systematically at every level in favor of rich elites who have been deprived of basic security living standards their jobs housing their slashed public services saddled with debt i could go on very difficult often stressful lives and they often just find us a bit scary and a bit dour a bit judgy you know with setting purity standards which just most human beings just aren't gonna find possible to meet now we should ask why is it in the heartland as i say of free market capitalism historically not a place which has been fertile ground for the left has a young left-wing woman of color according to yougov i've got the figures here liked by 42 percent of americans disliked by 28 percent those figures as a left-winger surpassed only by bernie sanders himself and there's not much in it it is worth interrogating isn't it it's worth asking why is that the case now my fear that is part of the problem because i think it's her popularity in part that breeds suspicion is this idea that if you were a genuine leftist then you you know this fatalistic sense that you would be annihilated so badly you would be so savaged by attack that you would end up basically broadly disliked by most of the population in quite an active sense and that is another way of saying we're never going to win ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? 
Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And that is, you know, what's the point then? Might as well give up. <laughs> Complete waste of all of our time. Might as well just do something else with our lives. Life is short. You realize as you get older. So just do something else. I don't believe it is the case that we can't win. And I don't think it's inevitable that you can be a prominent left-wing figure and have the sort of cut through that AOC has, even though, as I've said, you do have to have specific factors which are often very hard to find. Now, it is also the case that she's seen as suspiciously liked by many liberals. And, you know, even though actually the centrist wing of the party have made their contempt for her pretty clear. But I'm a bit... On this, I'm a bit like, well, good, actually, because the general problem with progressive politics on the United States and here is the so-called coalition, such as it is, is one where centrists are expected to dominate and have leadership, and the left is supposed to have nowhere else to go and expected to just follow the centrists and the liberals uh, on the basis that there is a greater evil, i.e. the right. Now, we want to flip that. We want the left to have leadership of that progressive coalition and then the centrists have to follow. And AOC is one possible route map to that very position. Now, I've seen so many stupid critiques, I'm sorry, of the dress on the internet. I know it's the internet, but I do think it's worth critiquing this because, you know, there's some saying, well, oh, she's a democratic politician. If she really wants to tax the rich, why doesn't she just tax the rich? Like, she's a dissident Democrat. She's not, she's not running the United States of America. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, Jeremy Corbyn under Tony Blair was a dissident Labour politician who was a Labour MP, and it is important to state this, when Britain joined the United States in destroying Iraq with hundreds of thousands of lives, he voted against it. He was the chair of Stop the War. Now, it's as stupid as people say, well, if she's given she's a Democrat, couldn't she just tax the rich? As saying Jeremy Corbyn is a Labour MP during the Iraq war, so oh, instead of chairing Stop the War, why didn't you just stop the war because you're a Labour MP? Stupid position. Obviously, Jeremy Corbyn wasn't running the government. You probably noticed that. And AOC has limited power given her position. Now, sorry, I'm knocking my microphone because I'm getting so agitated about this. I mean, there's a limit to how much a politician in her position can achieve. And it is the role of grassroots movement of the broader left to expand the political space that a politician like her operates in. Yes, to push her to go further without then but without treating her as the enemy and to encourage others like her in that position that's a good theory of change to have you know you get progressive politicians into power and then they're under lots of countervailing pressure from the establishment so you you put pressure in a different direction now do i think wearing a tax the rich dress to a gala full of a bunch of rich people um is going to bring down capitalism i do not do I think it's going to turn millions of Americans into socialists? I don't think that either. But then again, I've been on so many protests and demonstrations in my lives, which also did not bring down capitalism, or turn millions of my own fellow citizens into socialists. I didn't think they were a total waste of time, though, did I? Otherwise, I wouldn't keep going on protests. Now, you know, <laughs> her dress has sparked a conversation in various media outlets 
about taxing the rich, which I think is good. Because, you know, there's, you know, others are saying, well, oh, well, actually, tax the rich is already a mainstream proposal because the rich are already taxed and most Democrats support taxing the rich. But again, I think it's an incredibly stupid argument. And I'm sorry to be so blunt about it because obviously the slogan is saying that rich people are not taxed enough as is and the proposals to tax them further aren't going enough. Tax the rich as a slogan means the rich need proper, just taxes imposed upon them. Now, AOC supports, as we know, far greater progressive taxation than an on the table, but isn't able to be in a position to shift that. What she's doing is using her platform to popularise that message to get others to buy into it, and therefore, just one example, in the same way a protest of a few thousand people will help put that idea further up the political agenda. I also don't think that a left that looks, frankly, a bit miserable, a bit dour, that thinks AOC, <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, doesn't meet its impossible standards, is ever going to win power. I, I just don't think that's possible. And I don't think it's a left that most people would look at and think, I want to be part of that gang. And I do think making the left look like a good, a fun place to be, frankly, I think that's a good goal to have. I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's sufficient. But I think it's important. And I do think a politician like her makes that easier to happen. And I do think there's a section of social media that thinks or knows, actually just knows that they can get very easy clout by denouncing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and other leftists, any leftists with the platform, as too mainstream. In just the same way that I denounced Blink-182 as too mainstream and corporate as a 15-year-old. Now, it is a multi-pronged struggle. Let a million flowers bloom. We need protests. We need civil disobedience, direct action, strikes, social media activity. It's a multi-pronged offensive. You know, I don't think, you know, we all tweet political stuff. I don't think we tweet things and go, oh, that changed the world on its own. But we do think that millions of people collectively involved in various degrees of political activity does have an impact. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. We just wouldn't. I mean, sometimes we do it not because we think that's where it will change the world, just we want to vent. But, there's, you know, it is possible to think that different types of political activity have a role. And a New York politician turning up for free at a gala full of rich people demanding that they're all taxed, that's just one quite fun thing to do in order to popularise that message. Now, I do think that AOC and the rest of the squad, as I keep saying, need to be held to account. Everyone on the left does. Any politician of any power needs to be held to account. But if you're just adding a bit of left-wing paint to right-wing attempts to bring down one of the few US leftists, I just think it's worth reassessing what your political goals are. That dress is not going to change the world. But do you know what? The idea of taxing the rich is a little bit sexier and more discussed today, however fleetingly, than it was before AOC wore that dress. It's a good thing to do, and it underlines why she's a good communicator, not just a good communicator, a very good communicator, in a way that most of us have frankly failed at. And we want more people to be able to com to communicate in that way, to cut through in that way, to reach people we're not currently reaching. 
And if we're going to do that, let's allow AOC to use that platform to experiment. Don't think any harm has been done. Don't think capitalism is going to fall. But it was funny. And do you know what? I think I look pretty fetching myself in a tax to rich dress. So I might get one together and flaunt it on Insta. Lots of love. See you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.